0: Here, welcome to Real Health. Oh dear, who'd have thought, thunk, realized, stumbled upon, researched, credentialed towards research? You get it, you get it. I've already lost the track of my spiel. You've clicked on today's episode caffeine. Caffeine, this is my address of caffeine and how it relates to health. Is it a t- Is it going to be a personal proclivity to support to say uh to suggest it's a negative um let's see i'm going to stumble my way what needs to be considered whether it's a yes or a no with caffeine a quick Disclosure I am a caffeine participant, drinker, consumer, uh, addict of mainly due to the fear, the fear of the withdrawals. One reason that um, I'm supporting also caffeine um, consumption is that it complies with my whole Keto 44, my clumsy branding of the Keto 44. And for the one-off listeners, what I advocate for here is a Keto 44 diet regimen. Uh, The clumsy branding, yes. And each and every episode, I need to just quickly briefly suggest what we should think about following. I really believe this is the, the mother load of health and weight management and fitness and longevity insert whatever linguistic health related uh trick you want in there um then i'll continue with my address of caffeine so keto 44 um i've supported uh keto between 70 and 90 percent to even 100 percent keto um, macro wise calorie wise uh, that is to support my idea of adequate protein intake and getting enough saturated fat in your diet which will also support cholesterol consumption yes we need to we need to support cholesterol uh, consumption to keep our cholesterol levels up to support our brain and hormone health, And the 44 part in the Keto 44 is uh, the first four, the 44 elimination of four food categories 90 plus percent of the supermarket. Oh, you can't do that, it's a sin. And uh, you you know, we're opportunistic uh, omnivores, and um, what else? Uh, You can't exclude food. It's, it's, um, oh, what's that? uh, There's a new term um, that's been. shared uh something rexic um i've used it once or twice uh in past uh few episodes or probably three or four episodes back uh something um mono food rexic it's it's a better term than that but i'm just gonna go with that so it may suggest that um you're fixated on a particular track, and um, you need to have diversity in your food and variety and all that sort of thing. Well, the side effects are we need to eliminate the gluten's, especially which is wheat, barley, rye, and oats, oils, burnt animal, uh, all oils in a bottle, burnt animal fat, and um, fried food gone. Sugars, which I advocate for reducing the amount of fruit, especially current day fruit, not splurging too much on vegetables, although I am starting to support, not accept that if you wanna be a vegan, it's also possible on this particular regimen, regime, health regime, diet regime that I advocate for. And um, finally, nitrates, nitrites out which is the new carcinogen in town. Worse than sitting is the new new smoking and smoking and all the rest of it. You know there's a lot more eighty year old smokers out there than people dying of lung cancer age fifty or emphysema or whatever. Yeah, interesting mate. So um, and the second four of the forty four is um, you take away those four categories of food then you add the supplements Four categories of micronutrients, 60 minerals, especially 60 minerals, 16 vitamins, 12 amino acids, two essential fatty acids. That makes up the 90 declared essential micronutrients. Okay, so that's what I'm advocating for. Right, back to caffeine. Yes, I drink, some would say, plenty. Um, I have sl- safely uh, two. Caffeine doses per day up to three. I don't think I've had four, so that's my go to. Uh, maybe I've had four many moons ago, but anyway. But uh, each dose, some would say, gee, that's a lot of caffeine. Mm-hmm. Um, my go to, 80% of the time, maybe 90%, is uh, instant coffee. So, instant coffee. Uh, carries less caffeine in it than if um, for the scientific and caffeine geeks out there how do you calculate how much caffeine you're getting a a teaspoon is your teaspoon five seven ten grams is your particular brand of coffee that you do buy um is it um high caffeine content versus a bit lower um there's a whole 100 versus 300 milligrams of caffeine doses and all that sort of thing then you go into the 15 30 45 mil dose Uh, i think 45 mils of espresso type coffee is a shot a dose What's, what's been doing the rounds. I've heard 40 comes out of those machines. Uh, I'm not going too far down that geeky sort of approach in that rabbit hole. Some of the uh, negative attributes of coffee. Yes, I concur, I agree. It's a diuretic. It um, also leaches micronutrients that were bound for your cells tissues, bones and throughout your uh, physiological systems yes but then how much okay how much is it leaching Firstly firstly regarding the um, diuretic effect. If the total amount of liquid makes up, say, the whole eight ounce standard um, serving of liquid, 237 mils, let's go for a cup. Um, The Australian cup is 250, the eight ounces comes to 237 mil, okay. That uh, eight ounces, Maybe half an ounce, maybe one ounce, depending on the uh, caffeine um, strength, right? Is the diuretic effect, fluid-wise. How about how much micronutrients it leaches? If we can't quantify how much uh, sweat, uh, leaches our micronutrients then it's pretty hard to quantify how much caffeine leaches our micronutrients that were bound in our for, the, for our physiological systems so if we correlate or have a congruent sort of comparison to the diuretic effect of caffeine say let's say uh ten percent to be very uh supportive of the diuretic effect versus a lower figure, let's say ten percent. Um a three hundred mil dose of comparable say hundred and fifty milligrams of caffeine may leach 30 mils of liquid and the micronutrients that are flowing around in your system, depending on when you have consumed those micronutrients, maybe it's also taken 10% away, which negates some of the consumption of uh, my support for uh, supplementing, a 10% loss but wait there's more let's consider how much we absorb even if you are doing the keto 44 and you are absorbing the maximum amount of micronutrients that you're able to that may be let's say calcium you're consuming let's say Oh, what's the units, milligrams? Uh, let's say uh, you're consuming a, a gram of uh, calcium in a day. Uh, it's possible that 10% will be taken away with the caffeine, but even if you're doing the keto 44, no gluten, and you're absorbing everything that you can, depend, depending on what sort of calcium, if it's our. Uh, Rock-based, metal, metal-based, uh, colloidal-based. Yes, uh, you, out of that thousand milligram amount of uh, calcium that you're getting in a day, if you're, if it's uh, from your foods, without supplementing, then uh, you might be getting fifty percent absorption if you aren't eating gluten which is the wheat, barley, rye, and oats. If you're eating oats and you think you are gluten-free, you're not gluten-free, sorry, sorry to say. So can you see where this all gets a bit messy in a bit of a quagmire? So um, if you're taking a supplement of say, two or 300 um, milligrams of uh, calcium, you might be only absorbing 5% of that. Add the, uh, the caffeine intake, add a bit of exercise or a bit of sweat, hauling hay or laying bricks. You might be absorbing 1%, two or three grams of, uh, the extra calcium that you're supplementing with. Or if we're, if we're supplementing with a thousand milligrams, well, you're barely getting uh, 10, 20, 30 milligrams extra. So you see some of the conundrums. So even if you are not exercising and not taking um, supplements, no exercise, no caffeine, no supplements, you are at best absorbing. Half of your calcium in the raw data of what is in your food because it depends on your source of calcium. Uh, if it's colloidal based, um, that's the highest uh, absorption or bio availability of the calcium, maybe 70 to 90 percent you're absorbing. Um, my go to. Micronutrient uh, dealer, <laughs> my uh, micronutrient supplier of longevity is colloidal based. So I'm getting the maximum uh, bioavailability, absorbability of calcium. That's why my dental issues are gone, my osteo issues are gone, my um, all the rest of it, which is calcium based, and all the other eighty nine micronutrients. I'm getting the most amount of absorption. Right. There's a quagmire. It's very hard to quantify, isn't it? Yes. Drinking tea as well. Will leach micronutrients. Again, how much? Age. Age Age-based Weight based and how many decades of gluten exposure you've had is also a factor. Quick case study a 50 year old with the standard American diet, or Australian diet as well, the SAD diet, you're uh, not absorbing much, and that's why we die at the average age of, say, 77. Add to that. 10 to 15 percent diuretic effect therefore 10 to 15 percent leaching of micronutrients yes you are getting less yes you are getting less micronutrients and you'll probably die a year younger If, if we wade through all those considerations all those bits of all those parameters that we've just mentioned the absorbability, the dose, the leaching, the diuretic effect, the did I say weight and age? Yes. Um, The quality of the caffeine, the how much dose that you do get. You see the quagmire. You see it. I see it. I see it so much I can't even explain it. So there you go. That's In a nutshell my address of caffeine and what you need to consider in what uh, what way you you need to fixate on with caffeine. So I do support that caffeine will leach more micronutrients from your diet but dose-dependent weight-dependent, age-dependent, diet-dependent, absorbability-dependent, and maybe a little little bit further down the list regarding the caffeine is uh, uh, digestion-related. So um, how about those for considerations? So when you wrap all that up, and you try and tr- triangulate all those considerations down into a little one sentence or one variable type answer for caffeine. Yes, it's a ten percenter. It's a ten percenter. Um, if you are doing the keto forty four, if you are on a standard American diet if you're a opportunistic omnivore then the caffeine side effect issue or negatives negative attributes of caffeine is probably one two percent hopefully you can understand the relationship there how about the positives how about the positives of caffeine well I'm actually... Uh, what, what time is it? Uh, it it's uh, one o'clock uh, in the morning. Um, I went to... Ooh. I dropped the phone. Um, I went to bed uh, quite early um, last evening, and uh, that's why I'm up uh, now, and I may as well take this opportunity to do a, do a quick episode. Um, I'm, I'm feeling like I... I need to go go back so um i won't be too much longer in this uh recording so the positives not many positives the only positives for me that i feel oh what's the reality though (laughs) what i feel is uh, to avoid the worst withdrawal effects that anyone could imagine Um, I if I want, wanted to uh, get rid of caffeine and um, get 10% more absorption of my micronutrients, I, I, think, I think I do a good job in countering um, some of my recent exercise with um, weightlifting and that. That um, I'm taking a little bit more um, micronutrients, a little bit more supplementation, which counters some of the... Uh, diuretic effects of leaching, micronutrient leaching effects of caffeine. So, and and yes, by increasing your supplementation, um, you also leach more, even with the 10% idea, the 10% comparison, you increase your uh, supplementing by 10%, well, it's actually... uh, an extra 10% on top of that. So you increase by 10%, so you're leaching 11%. I'm not sure if I butchered that, but um, I hope the listener knows what I'm talking about there. Uh, benefits, cognitive benefits, maybe. There's a whole adenosine binding system where caffeine doesn't really work until one one and a half hours, two hours after waking up in the morning. Um, I don't really care about optimizing um, caffeine effects. As soon as I wake up, I that's my ritual. I just make a quick cuppa and go through my emails, social media, what, whatever while I'm drinking my coffee, or checking out some news and the like. And these days, um, I may be attending to my child, my newborn, a two-month-old. So, um, the positives are less pronounced than the negatives. Um, I could do a decaf out. Decaf is usually five or seven percent calf. Yes, those decaf drinkers are getting calf. I could do a do that five uh, percent calf if I go decaf at lower um, taste value, less leaching of micronutrients value. But i choose not to and um the difference in the leaching of the micronutrients is comparable to uh your sweat leaching of micronutrients so you just need to compensate with a little bit more supplementing which is 10 percent more expenditure oh my goodness the humanity you gotta make a decision so that's um Hope I've uh should I need to summarise? No, I don't think I need to summarize. I think the listener um, listeners are bright enough to understand uh, what to consider. Alright, just quickly. So we've got the the age, weight, diet, digestion, diet uh, value macros wise and um micros wise how much you're supplementing, uh, the, the form of supplements that you are taking, how much uh, caffeine that you are taking, the quality, quality, the density of the caffeine that you're taking, all intermingle, um, mash through all those variables and you will notice that, let's just say a 7% factor, five to 10% that uh, you need to counter with your micronutrients. And that's the moral of today's caffeine address to health, for the world, to take on board, to put in your back pocket, to think about, to apply, or whatever. So uh, that's it for now. Thanks for your interest in uh, what I'm trying to uh, add here in health. And remember, don't follow, don't subscribe. (laughs) Maybe that's psychology, hey? Right, until the next time, thanks for listening. Bye-bye for now.